0: Alright, welcome to the Renaissance Gentleman Podcast where we discuss being a man in today's increasingly feminine culture.
1: everybody, welcome back to the Renaissance Gentleman Podcast, I'm your host Peter. We are all together, and this is episode 10, and we are talking, first off, about our challenges. I think it's episode 10. We've yeah, it is episode 10. We've
2: been we doing 10 episodes. Yeah. Hey, 10, 10 happy episodes. 10 episode anniversary to us. I am so us. glad.
0: <laughs> I have the date written down. No, it's
1: kind of p- weird to think about the amount of growth we've made since yeah. episode 1.
0: Both in
2: mic amount and... and
1: Cleaning up our language. <laughs> well, and trying
2: to. Have to keep playing
3: our regular listeners. Yes, yeah. thank you for well,
2: our you three. yeah three <laughs> like listeners. You. So far, we have a hundred and six plays for all of our episodes total.
0: Fantastic. Man, we're on our way That's to fame. Awesome. Yep. We started in November, so yeah. it's been like four months. Yeah. yeah. So. so anyway, our challenge—we did a month challenge this time—was mm-hmm. uh, dieting. So how's it going for everybody?
1: It's I'm doing great. Except for the Super Bowl. That yeah, that amazing. one kinda didn't count. Yeah.
0: So Peter remind us what's the challenge and what's the goal.
1: So I'm doing intermittent fasting and I'm going for anywhere for five to ten pound weight loss.
2: In what time frame?
1: A month. Month. Yeah. So
3: the
0: fasting's going well? Yeah. Have you lost any weight?
1: I, I've lost a few ounces. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I was almost 243, and last time I weighed myself a couple days ago, I was 242 even. So slowly okay. but surely, it would certainly help if I would get my, when I do eat, if my nutrition was a little healthier. But, mm-hmm. uh, and if yeah, you know, be a little more regular at the gym with it, that would certainly help as well. Mm-hmm. Zach, how about you?
3: It's good. Um, I'm learning that virtually everything has sugar in it, <laughs> like mm-hmm. even uh, bread has like two or three grams of sugar in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So what I've done is I've I've tried to take out most sugar, but it's virtually impossible. So I found some. I found one bread uh, that has zero sugar that I'm using. Uh, but to actually is, get is it called air? No. <laughs> found this sourdough bread at Meijer. Oh. So it's actually good bread, too. I like it better than the normal bread I've been eating, so I'm kind of happy about that. Does <laughs> it
2: comes in, like, the round loaf, or is it still, like, the regular bread loaf?
3: Um, It's, like, in between, kind of roundish, but still. Oh, okay. It's mostly, yeah, it's, it's round. Uh, Shout out to Meyer. Yeah. <laughs> Coming in clutch. I normally <laughs> don't like their stuff. What a great store. But.
1: Do all of my grocery shopping so there. So
3: I've had to compromise it a little bit i've had to do a little adapting but so far it's still going good but it's cleaned up my diet a lot i i still miss coke i miss orange juice i miss milk i haven't had any of that for like a week now uh we got the jitters yet i don't have the jitters i'm not as addicted as i thought i was but i uh I miss it. I really miss it. I have cravings. I have a lot of cravings. That'd
0: be tough, man. Coke is hard, you know? um, <laughs> No, there, there, there's <laughs> what one kind way. kind of Coke, we Coke are talking is about is there, Isaac? <laughs> there's one way I got
3: around it. I had a Diet Pepsi because it has uh-huh. zero sugar in it. Mm-hmm. So Splenda, whatever, I don't know. But yeah. uh, So I had one of those. No, two of those. Uh, but for the most part, I've cleaned a lot of sugar out of my diet within the past week. Are you feeling any different yet? Or No, I think it's more so of a pride thing no. uh like i just feel better about myself that i'm like oh hey i'm eating more fruit i'm eating more vegetables i'm getting all my food groups in and i'm minimizing sugar to a to a healthy amount mm-hmm. so right it's going good
0: well that's good to hear
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay, Wes,
0: you got to remind us your challenge. <laughs> we didn't actually get to it last week.
2: Yeah, so uh, episode nine, uh, we were talking, and then all of a sudden we quit talking about the challenges It started going off on a tangent from uh, our old pal Isaac and um, <laughs> skipped me. So, you know, I you was like, upset. He's, <laughs> He's uh, very good at that. Yeah. So, my challenge uh, that we said off um, off mic was. Um, it, what was it? it was eat three square meals a day so when i took on the new job at the gun store um there were just there were multiple times where a week usually is that i would just skip lunch because we were either too busy or i just kind of forgot about it because i had a relatively big breakfast blah 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 and i lost unhealthily probably about 20 pounds and about four inches off my off my waist. I went from a you know comfortable at thirty eight to like thirty fours are relatively loose. So yeah, was um, that's not the healthiest way to go about losing weight. Um, so I would like to stay where I'm at instead of having to keep going down and knowing that it's unhealthy. Um, so three square meals a day. Um, in the past week, I th- I missed. I missed one lunch, um, but that was just because, you know, obviously I'm making excuses, but that was because I had a big breakfast, and um, we were we were too busy, and by the time I was like, okay, there's not many people in here, I'll go eat lunch, it was like 3 o'clock, so I'm like, okay, I'd have dinner in two hours anyway, so i just skip it, so, but yeah, I try to keep the water intake high, as well as three square meals a day.
0: Nice. Do you feel any different with it? You know,
2: yesterday I had, you know, a okay, you know, an okay breakfast, a, rel- a relatively big lunch and a big dinner and I woke up this morning hungry, which hasn't happened in a long time and I have digestive issues anyway, so waking up hungry is like I kind of forgot what that feels like. And so I quick ran to the bathroom and gulped down as much water <laughs> as I could. But yeah, that was at like five o'clock this morning, even though I get up at like six 30. So. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, that was, that was kind of an interesting, interesting feeling to be hungry again. I haven't felt like physically hungry instead of just aching in a while, but yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'd say, yeah, that's working for when I do it.
0: Nice. Yeah. Be, I mean, you kind of have a clear goal, Peter. I think we all need a clear goal because then it's hard to know if you really hit it. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I had protein. So my my goal for this week was to have a protein shake and a protein smoothie every day. Um, so I had a protein shake five days out of the seven. So that was good. But I also ate a smoothie – or not smoothie, a yogurt with it. So in the morning, instead of – usually I go to school and don't have anything. But I had a protein shake and then yogurt. Felt a, I just felt a lot better, mm-hmm. more energy. And then I would, after school, I had the energy to do push-ups and crunches and stuff. So that was good.
2: What's the difference between a protein smoothie and a protein shake?
0: So my, smooth, my protein shake is just milk and protein powder. The smoothies, I didn't do any smoothies this week. I got to the grocery store today, so I got all the fruit and stuff. But my smoothies are going to be like pineapple, strawberry, blueberry, um, yogurt, protein powder, uh, milk, and I might throw some ice cream in there. So a lot more fruit. More fru- Just right. to get my fruits, my two servings of fruit yeah. in every day. Um, and also add more protein because I've been losing weight, not in a good way. So I'm trying to do both of those things. Um, and my goal is to get back up to 180, hopefully by, like, summer, you know, like to get up to 180 again, mm-hmm. down to 165, which was depressing. That's what I'm at. Yeah, but I was at 182, you know, <laughs> so... It's it was hard. I got on the scale two days ago, and it's was like, "Oh shoot, that wasn't good." But yeah, so it's going it's going good. I mean, I didn't do my smoothies, but I did five out of seven protein days. So now that I've kind of got it going, it's pretty easy to keep it going.
1: So sweet. Any thoughts on coming back to the gym?
0: I need to come back to the gym. I actually called Peak last week. Did you? It's ninety-seven dollars. Ninety-seven a month. For it's what? sixty a month, and it's ninety-seven sign-up fee. And I would what? ask the guys like, "Do you have to charge me a sign-up fee?" I like to just like join for a few months because yeah, sorry, we can't drop it. Whatever, wow. forget it. I'm not spending that kind that of money.
1: That increased drastically.
0: Yeah, ninety-seven. That's insane. That is, trying to catch up.
1: Car- trying it to insane. catch up on the couple of months
2: that
0: everybody was. Yeah, home. that's true. There's been a lot of people. That you have would left. think so, but th- you'd think they'd want to attract people right now. I'll have to call again. Maybe yeah. I'll get somebody else because I do want to get back there.
1: I like to get back to the gym i've been telling Wes, hopefully by the end of this year i have my own house and have some kind of home gym put together mm-hmm. yeah you guys can come work out for free
0: yeah that'd be great man i'll I buy would you some love weights that. yeah <laughs> yeah i'll, pitch I'll you buy all you all a weights. dumbbell set
3: or something yep
0: i'd be down for that facebook marketplace seriously you can put Dude, that stuff on i just
3: me. sold some uh work boots off marketplace that i got for free from amazon for 100 bucks each <laughs> there you go <laughs> <know.
1: laughs> That's crazy, Atta boy.
0: <laughs> Thanks, Jeff.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Old Jeffy.
0: Okay, well, so our topics for the next four weeks is we're all going to talk about something that we are professionals in.
1: Um, Mildly interested in would be a better term. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So I went with education. Uh, Peter was the trades. Zach was cryptocurrency and then Wes was guns. So it's something we all know about. So we kind of before we started today we d- randomly selected who goes first and Peter, if you were the lucky draw. You're the winner today. So Peter is gonna talk a little bit about the trades. So take
1: us away. Fantastic. Well, in preparation to talk about the trades, I did what any person does. I listened to micro. There you go. <laughs> because smart why Rowe would you works. not why would you not turn to micro?
0: He's the guy with all TV shows, right? Yeah,
1: dirty, dirty jobs. Dirty jobs. Got a got a book and a podcast, which is pretty good. His book
2: is fan.
1: Just started listening to it.
2: Oh, it's so good. He's it also really on PragerU. He's got a
1: PragerU video. Yeah. yeah, it's
0: really good. Yeah.
1: Anyway, but uh, he brought up a few good points because, as we are all aware, and I'm sure the listeners are too. Uh, a formal four year college education is kinda of what's pushed nowadays. It's what high school grooms you for. It's all you it's all I heard in high school anyway. You need to know this for college, yada yada. They didn't really teach you any life skills. In nope. case college work didn't work out for you. All they did was push college, college, college. Anyway <clears throat> so while I was listening to Micro he was on an episode of the Art of Manliness podcast where they talked about the trades because that's what Mike Rowe talks about. Mm -hmm. Um, But he brought up a good point that you know, around the 70s or 80s is really when Hollywood started pushing this idea of tradesmen are they aren't successful, they're stupid they're they're dirty, they're grimy, they live in a run-down shack on the edge of town. They, trailer park. Yeah, they live in a trailer park, you know, and Billy Bob the Plumber is 400 pounds and has a big butt crack hanging out of his pants. <laughs> you know, that, and, and so, obviously, who would be drawn to that when that's what's being pushed for the last almost 50 years at this point? Wow. So... Honestly, who would be drawn to that? You're like, well, I don't want to be the, the dumb, dirty guy that lives in a trailer park and drives a beat-up car because I can't afford anything. And, you know, and then they started pushing, if you want to be successful, if you want to get the attractive husband or the attractive wife, you got to go to college. you got to have this formal degree. That's where all the money is, so on and so forth but he said this quote and I, and, I, and I wrote it down he goes if you want to make money in the trades you got to look at which direction everyone is going and go the other way <laughs> and the illustration he used to prove that point is I believe he met a guy who cleans out septic tanks he goes never in the history of septic tanks has anybody ever looked at one and said I want to clean that out <laughs> he said that guy saw an opportunity to make money saw a job nobody was willing to do so he invested in a truck next thing you know he had three employees then he bought another truck he goes and before you know it if you go that route you have a vacation home in Florida with a margarita machine by your pool it's a good point Mm -hmm. so uh, before we started Isaac asked about the salaries so with the little bit of research I did on that, um, a welder would start out around forty grand a year. Okay, pretty reasonable just to start out. The surprising part for me was that was about the same as that a public school teacher would make starting out. Yeah. Now the cap for public school teacher and a welder are a different a welder a basic welder in this area because this is just the salaries that it was given me for this area
2: northern Illinois northern
1: Illinois like the Belvedere Rockford Illinois area Um, in this area a welder's salary usually caps off at around 60 grand according estimated it's not unheard of that they make more. It depends on the area and what you do.
2: Well, and what they're doing for side jobs.
1: Yeah. Um, a teacher, according to what I saw, maybe you can speak to this, but the cap was estimated around $75,000.
0: Mm-hmm. It depends on how much education you have. Really, the cap is about 90000 yeah. If you have, you need to have a master's degree plus... Forty additional credits but I'm guessing 75 is the average
1: 75 was the average estimated so all these numbers I have written down is the average estimated
0: yeah I'd say I'd say that's accurate
1: so so all in all you're not you're not too far off from a public public school teacher now that's just at the job that you would have it's not not a horrible trade-off in my opinion Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Because you're, you're still. That's still a decent living. That's a very good living.
0: Well, not only that, but you you can start right out of high
1: school, right? Yeah, you can start right out of high school. So you're f- I mean, you're you can,
0: already four years ahead as
1: far as making money and saving. It it depends because I, I knew guys in high school that grew up on farms and they just they grew up welding things together. So in high school they were very very good at it. Um, I think later on they went and they they all went and got certified but none of them had to go to school for it because they already knew how to do it so they all went and got all of their certifications some of them are iron workers still to this day making a very good living mm-hmm. some of them are union iron workers and they are very proud of it <laughs> we all know that iron that, that union worker <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway but and then i looked up for carpenters, so for non-union carpenters, the estimated salary range is forty-two thousand dollars a year to seventy-three thousand dollars a year. Um, for union carpenters, it's about thirty k a year to ninety-six k a year.
0: Wow, that's a lot of money.
1: That is a lot of money, and then I looked up concrete because I was I was looking in the Western Western PA to move move to ton of concrete jobs open at the moment so I was a little curious as to what they make so the median estimated salary is forty four thousand eight hundred and ten the highest paid came in around fifty seven thousand six hundred the lowest paid came in around 35,710. So the lowest and the median, that's kind of you know like I'm in between both of those currently at my job right now.
0: Wait, um, what was the lowest and the median?
1: The median was 44,810 and the lowest 35,710. Okay. Um and then I looked up electrician and The average estimated salary for them was 37k to 79k a year. Now I'm assuming that's not people like my brother and your dad who own the company, because they can obviously charge a little bit more. Because my brother's part owner in the company, your dad owns his own company, Mm -hmm. so they're worth a little bit more. I didn't look up plumbers. I apologize.
3: no hard feelings <laughs> so
0: that that's interesting just to recap so I, okay. what I wrote down is your the the higher end mm-hmm. for each of them yeah. and in order the concrete pores are the lowest at mm-hmm. 57.6. six yeah welders are at 60 even then you have carpenters at 73 teachers at 75 and electricians at 79 yeah so, so teach college teachers mm-hmm
3: come second yeah. and they're
0: only barely ahead of the carpenter
3: yeah and that's after going to school for teachers too yeah, yeah. so I
0: you're mean, you're so, four so years so behind
1: so for for you you think about how much how much money you could be making versus how much money you could have saved had you gone to trade school
0: yeah the other thing it doesn't account for is teaching you know i spent forty thousand dollars on my education mm-hmm. and I know you probably have to spend some money right on you, training
1: you, you do um, like if, if you were to go to an out of state trade school um, I mean you're not getting out of there for any less than 20 grand but you're not going for any more than 60k Wes might want to fact check that the interwebs if you would
0: but sometimes your union pays for your classes, doesn't it?
1: Sometimes. So so I know for welding, because I, I had met a guy that worked on a farm with a friend of mine in high school who was a welder, and he had been approached by a union company to come be a welder for them, and he, for whatever reason he didn't take it. But they asked him, they go, H- do you have your certification? He goes, No I didn't bother getting my certification Because if I worked for you It wouldn't have counted for the union Because the union is going to take you And recertify you According to the union
0: That frustrates me It's so dumb
1: Yeah. So so they would have made him get recertified So they would have had him start out as an apprentice And get paid as an apprentice Mm -hmm. And then Redo everything he already knew how to do, so that they could hand him a certification. Did you find that or no? Uh, Trade school
2: uh, average cost is five to fifteen grand total, and time to complete is about three to eighteen months, according to MidwestTech.edu.
1: It's far less than I thought it was. Mm -hmm.
3: Uh,
2: According to that's kind of where I thought it would be. Money.us.news trade school. The average cost of vocational school comes out to around thirty three thousand for the
0: entire education, mm-hmm. and that's what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. So, which is a single year of college. Yeah. Well, depending on where you go, mm, yeah, you can go. Like my sister went to NIU for I think it was like eight grand a year. Now I went to Calvin College and it was like twenty two grand a year. So. You can find cheaper education. But. Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I've been slowly over the last shoot. It's four years, five years at this point. Slowly trying to get my welding certifications through Rock Valley. You now, due to the craziness of the last year, they like boosted their prices ridiculously. I mean, a, a classroom class right now when they're offering a classroom class is double what it used to be Mm. and that's not even having any shop time so I shudder to think what the shop classes are if they even offer those right now Mm -hmm. because of everything going on (laughs) but uh yeah based off that information it sounds like I guess to me, because I've always wanted to work in the trades, I don't know why anybody would consider anything else. But, I, you know, that's just that's just my own personal well, opinion. Well, that's out. generally how it is. My
0: brother's the same way. He's like, yeah. You're, you you got to be stupid to go to college for four years. And then the college people are, you got to be stupid not to go to college for four
1: years. Yeah. Well, I mean, like there's only maybe a handful of people I went to high school with because... Pretty much everybody I went to high school with went to some, some form of college. Um, but there's only maybe a handful that are working in the industry that they went to college for. Which, you know, kind of makes me shudder because, like, like I said in, in a previous episode, a lot of these people racked up hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt going to college. Mm-hmm. And now all they do is complain about it because there was no market for the degree that they got.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So, for the for the trades, you kind of want to look at to make it beneficial. You know, you kind of want to look at which ones aren't people going towards. Mm-hmm. It's always going to be the dirty ones. Like I've never heard anybody say, "I really want to be a plumber." you think about it you're working with other people you deal with septic tanks literally all day. <laughs> <Yeah>. literally <laughs> dealing with other people's crap all day
0: mm-hmm. yeah
1: but it pays well like the payoff is there mm-hmm.
0: well see that's the thing that's why my question was compare the average salaries mm-hmm. give me a reason to go into a field it, when i taught middle school that's one of the things the school did really well is we had career day and mm-hmm. the kids They had a website that they went to and they compared salaries. It was, I was like, this is the biggest complaint we always get. You mentioned it at the beginning is you went to school and you got no skills that related to real life. Mm -hmm. Well, they had that program where it was, they looked at, it was career day. They compared salaries. Here's how much you make. This is the ending salary. This is how much you can make. That's what we need. Mm -hmm. And then what you were talking about is uh, Northern Illinois. Where's the need? Mm-hmm. So if you want to be a welder, do I have to move to Pennsylvania, or is there jobs here? But
1: yeah, I mean, I, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I looked all around Illinois and Wisconsin, and yeah, there's jobs here in Illinois and in and in Wisconsin. But like my thing is, I don't want to be that guy that's born and raised and lives and dies in the Midwest and never takes a chance to see the rest of the country Mm -hmm. so even if there there was a job here i don't don't know it it would take a lot if i was going to stay in this area it would take a lot for me to leave woodward yeah because i got it pretty good at woodward much as i complain about working there
0: so i'm going to east pennsylvania in april for a wedding oh yeah come with me if you want you can be my date my plus i get a plus, plus one. one so <laughs> plus one. you want to see what erie pennsylvania right on uh, the uh, oh, lake erie is Ooh. like there here you go. go
1: yeah i was thinking about southwestern pennsylvania oh okay um actually what's uh, in the south is that pittsburgh Cold country baby pittsburgh yeah pittsburgh's like yeah okay pittsburgh yeah i was looking in the pittsburgh area only only because i've talked about them on, on here before um Seth Ferrosi runs his company from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was hiring for his warehouse, and I thought, well, maybe I could finish my welding there and, wor- and work at the warehouse, and then I would be in the area that I'd want to be. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how realistic that is. But If you're finding anything interesting there, Wes, let us know
2: i oh, was just looking up the other trade stuff like that. Um, at least from what I know, because mm-hmm. um, my my family's, you know, grew up on the trades. My great grandfather and his brothers started a company that my grandfather worked at and bought, and then now my grand now my father just bought from him. Everybody was a you know pipe fitter, sh- tin knocker, uh, sprinkler fitter, um, plumber, you know journeyman stuff like that. So that's kind of what I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Um so a pipe fitter right now um in northern Illinois in the Rockford area for local 23 to get more specific. Um makes right around starting about $50 an hour. For you know for regular journeyman. And that does in that you know like obviously minus taxes, but that includes um full health insurance, you know, and you know and other benefits uh life, you know, I th- no, not life insurance. But yeah, I, I definitely full health insurance for hit them and the family, blah blah blah. Um so fifty bucks an hour and then uh, starting apprentice makes forty percent of that. So what is that, twenty three dollars an hour? Something like that? Yeah. That yeah, right. pretty close. And if you and as a full time journeyman and you you know, you make smart decisions and stuff like that, you can retire Relatively early on, um, my dad's boss, he, my dad owns the company, but he's not the CEO. Somebody else is the CEO. It's a weird relationship, but it works. Um, he uh, he was a full-time plumber for a long time, and he invested his money well. And now he has a very, very nice house on the lake. He has a uh, uh, relatively large apartment uh down in Texas to visit his daughter whenever he wants to. And um he bought a uh a Mercedes I think it's called a GLS, which is the really stupid go fast one. It's their their it, it's yeah, or AMS. It's it's the it's the stupid fast one that everybody well wants. And so he he bought that and he likes nice cars he likes nice things and he can he can afford that mm-hmm. um, so you can easily you know with the money that you make invest it well use it well and you know and retire early mm-hmm. same thing with um, with electricians or linemen um, my uncle was a lineman and he worked overtime he worked all he worked all the time and retired at 60 bought a house in las vegas and had a like summer home in uh in freeport a little small apartment so and and that's with his wife being a stay-at-home mom so he he invested his money well he saved his pennies and he retired early and now he's in he's enjoying his house out in las vegas with his kids and they're they're doing very well for themselves
1: so, with the trades, yeah, um, I'm a big fan of them. Yeah, the, the the potential to make money is very real in the trades. It's, you know, I think part of it in today's society, along with what I've already mentioned of about them always being portrayed in a negative light. Mm-hmm. Um, uh you know, it's never brought up about the fact that everything we enjoy, all of the comfort in life, mm-hmm. is brought to you by the trades. Yep. Like your house wouldn't have been built if not for people like my dad. Uh, your lights wouldn't work if not for people like my brother or Isaac's dad who want to run wiring and put your electrical on. Mm-hmm. You know, your plumbing wouldn't work without people like Zach who wanna learn how to do that and then make a living out of it. You know, so these are these are very functional things that we all need. They literally make society run. Hey man.
3: Shelter's oh. never gonna go out of style. Running water's never gonna go out of style.
1: Electricity I mean. for sure is never going out yeah. of style. At least we hope not. Huh? At least we hope not. At least we hope not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see electricity going anywhere anytime soon certainly, and here's one we haven't talked about yet, HVAC and heating guys. Mm-hmm. Let's be honest, it doesn't matter if it's a house, if it's commercial. Or your car. <laughs> or your car. We love our heat and we love our air conditioning. And without guys willing to put it in, well, let's face it, we're all kind of screwed.
2: Yep. Well, and the other thing is that I don't think we've mentioned is the average age of a tradesman right now. Yeah. average age of a pipe fitter, I want to say, is like
1: 45. Actually, Ma- Ma- Micro actually brought that up, and he was talking about a specific state. I don't remember which state. I apologize. But the average age for the tradesman in that particular state was 65?
0: Holy crap. No way. That's crazy. 65
1: or 55. 55
0: makes sense.
1: I think it was 55. Maybe but was even that's old. Yeah, but his point was these guys are on their way out. There's nobody there to fill their shoes. And so the guy who was interviewing Micro said uh, that the tailor he uses is a 96 year old uh, immigrant from Poland. And he asked him, he goes, man, you're 96 years old. Why are you still working? He said, there's nobody that wants to be a tailor.
2: Nobody wants to do it?
1: Nobody wants to do it.
3: You can say the same thing about Rockford, actually. There's a company called Vince the Tailor, If you've all heard of him. But the original guy who started it, Vince, has passed on. But his son is running it now. He's like one of three people in the area who actually know how to do it and Mm -hmm. are willing and the small business and doing it. So like tailors are running out and it's insane just to see that, like that small little, uh, picture in our own local area.
2: Because everybody wants the desk job that you can play video games at and sit at the computer and
3: make 120 grand a year. Exactly. Everyone loves the light collar jobs. Mm -hmm.
2: Everyone loves the result, not the work.
1: Right. And, uh, you know, I, I think I've already said it, but it comes down to pretty much just that. People don't want to work. People don't want to get dirty. They don't want. They want exactly what you said. They want the result without putting in the work. I mean, how many times have you seen that in, with fitness? Everybody's looking for a miracle cure. They want that magic pill mm-hmm. that they can <laughs> take that pill, and they're going to lose all this weight, and they never have to step foot in the gym they never have to get up off the couch. They don't While want to change their lifestyle. Those pills, quote, exist, but all they do is make you literally puke everything that you've just eaten up. That's it. They just make you sick. They, they make you nauseous so you physically cannot eat. It's, it's not healthy on any nope. any level. I don't care what you say.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah for me I think my opinion staying the same I think that the trades are definitely the way to go especially if you're if you're willing to work and you want to make money in the end you're probably gonna make a lot of money because all the guys they're getting older like my brother he started working for the company that he's now part owner in started working for him right out of high school two thousand eight. The guy is getting older, he's getting near retirement age. He was always on vacation. He was not interested in working anymore. So Jake's finally sat down and had a conversation with him. Now he's part owner. Now the guy comes up and helps him when he really needs help, but for the most part he's enjoying his semi retirement in Tennessee. Mm hmm. When the demand goes up, the prices
0: rise. Yeah.
2: So, So yeah, it, it really, at least for what I'm seeing in this current climate with 50 bucks an hour for a full-time journeyman, I asked my dad, I said, do you think it could rise to, you know, even $60 an hour? He goes, oh, within a couple of years,
3: mm-hmm.
2: within a couple of years. So, yeah, if you're not good at school or don't like school, don't go to college. Yeah. Just don't, don't. Don't go to college. I'm not saying that the journeyman school, that trade school is going to be easy, that there's no tests because there are, mm-hmm. but it's a lot more hands on, which is what a lot of people fail at in school. Mm-hmm. I wasn't great at the non hands on stuff. I still did okay because, you know, God blessed me with the, you know, with the brain that I have. But if you are not a fan of school, if you're not a fan of, the not the, the paperwork, you know, and you're a lot more hands-on mechanical school. Um, like uh was it C C I? No, no no. It's uh it's in Chicago. It's a uh, it's like a motorcycle institute. Um anyway, one of my buddies uh was attended something like that in Arizona and now he's a full time um like Yamaha like mechanic. That's what he does. He works on Yamaha's Whether it be snowmobiles, dirt bikes, anything Yamaha. Um, And he's doing great. Because trade school, mechanical school, you know, just getting into the shop, getting to know somebody that knows how to work with their hands is so beneficial. And the thing is, it also gets you an advantage in other areas in life. Like how many people don't know how to change their own toilet if they want to switch out a toilet? They call a plumber to switch out a toilet, which, frankly, switching out a toilet isn't too difficult. You just have to watch a YouTube video and you're fine. But nobody wants to put in the effort, nobody wants to put in the time, or change out a boiler. Nobody wants to do that. Nobody knows how to do it. But it doesn't take that much skill or knowledge to know how to do that.
1: Mm-hmm. I, I think the most, one of the most compelling things I ever saw for at least welding Uh, I was because I follow quite a few welding things on Instagram and one of the pages shared a post that was uh, posted by somebody at the time who was I think 23 Um, now he was 23 years old and at the time of the post he was currently employed for a pipeline so he said at the age of 18, he graduated high school, mm-hmm. like pretty much all of us. Immediately went to trade school. By the age of 19, he was making, I think, 35k a year. At the age of 19, at the age of 20, he had all of his certifications, and was able to charge more for his services because he had all of them. So the The point was by the time he was twenty three he had no debt a new truck, a new fifth wheel camper to travel from job site to job site and was making seventy five k a year at twenty three There's an old saying, cheap labor isn't skilled
2: and skilled labor isn't cheap
1: I haven't heard that one in a long time mm-hmm. Have, and it
2: holds true so well to this very, day. It
1: is very true.
3: I, I guess I, I I got a question. Mm-hmm. Since obviously you're you're more into welding than the other trades. That's totally fine. I get. But if you were to recommend any of these trades to anybody, which one would you recommend them go into?
1: Mm, that's a good one. Yeah, I would I would recommend what what I did because. I didn't I didn't know that I liked welding until I actually did it. And the only reason I did it was because I was couldn't find a job and I really had no other option but to go to Rock Valley just to appease my parents. I thought, well if I have to go, at least want to be semi interested in it. The only trades thing that they had was welding. So I went and I started welding. I was like, This is this is fascinating. I'm using A stick, for all intents and purposes, a stick that is charged by electricity that heats up the metal enough to melt it together. Is that TIG welding? Arc welding. Arc welding. I, I have done a little bit of TIG and a little bit of MIG in the classes as well. But, you know, obviously with my dad being a carpenter, I grew up going to construction sites. Don't get me wrong. I love carpentry. I think it's great love woodworking, worked in a custom wood shop for a few months. But uh you know, my, my thing was, was welding. I was always fascinated. When I got into it I was very quickly enamored with it. So I would I would recommend if if you're looking to get into the trades. You know what? Just jump in. You know, what you can always, because, uh, like my dad, my dad knows enough plumbing, enough electrical, obviously carpentry, but he knows enough of the other ones to keep a house functional because he's just been around it. So even if you became a carpenter and you met the electrician on site and started talking to him, you're like, that sounds really interesting. I'm sure you could find an electrician that would take you under his wing and show you electrical and then if you find something that's even more interesting than that to you again you can always learn that too
2: well and what I would recommend is obviously doing a little bit of research beforehand yeah um, for example um, if you're a sprinkler fitter mm-hmm. um, Obviously, the world's going to need sprinkler fitters because you need to keep have a sprinkler in mm-hmm. like schools and hospitals and stuff like that. So, but sprinkler fitter sprinkler fitters travel a lot. They are all mm-hmm. over the place. Um, versus pipe fitters and plumbers usually stay in a relatively same area. Um, if you're a lineman, you know you have plenty of opportunity to go other places. My uncle, he went over. After Hurricane, what was that, Mary? That hit New York. I don't know. Big uh, New York City. But yeah, he was part of the he was part of the comed um, that went over there. And as soon as they left, he started getting paid. Mm-hmm. They paid for the hotel. They paid for food. They paid for every hour that he was over there. And most of the time, it was overtime, which is time and a half, if not double time. Yeah. Some guys are being paid triple time. In triple time at fifty bucks an hour, hundred and fifty bucks an hour, you could be making a lot of money. Yep.
1: Yeah, that that's a good point. Um, So I guess it depends really on what your what your goals are. You know, what are you looking to get out of it? Are you looking to have a? Are you working solely for a paycheck? At which point I would sit down and probably beg you to reassess why you're getting into the trades or why you're getting into any job for that matter or are you looking for a fulfilling career while also making a good living because uh, to Wes's point it kind of depends on what you want to do because there are guys that love nothing more than to travel travel the country Mm-hmm. Maybe take a job up in Canada for the company they work for, whatnot. So it kind of depends what your goals are with it.
2: Well, and then once you're a full time journeyman, at least through the pipe fitting world, that's what I know, mm-hmm. um, you can travel anywhere in the U.S. So a lot of guys will be in the summer in the Midwest, and then during the winter, they'll travel over to like to Arizona or Nevada, you know, just to be in the warmer states and stuff like that. They're still. There's still stuff going on down there. Mm
0: -hmm. Well, I guess that's why I asked the question about salaries, because I think most – maybe I'm in the minority on this, but I don't think people look into that. Like when I went into teaching, I didn't know how much teachers made, and maybe most people do already. I had no idea how much they made. But I think basic questions of how much money do you make, do I have to travel, am I going to be able to stay in town? um, I don't think people ask a lot of those questions. But one question I have for you, I guess, is you said um, trade workers look at what everyone else does not want to do and they make a career out of it. So you're looking at jobs that people don't want to do. Like this winter, basically, I'm doing snow removal. Nobody wants to do their driveway. (laughs) Making a business out of it, right? Mm -hmm. That's what they do. So how do you think schools can be better about preparing students For becoming trade workers.
2: Don't get rid of home ec. Do not get rid of the, the other classes like, like that. It's the first things that go are the mechanical stuff, the home ec stuff and, and like music and stuff like that. The arts. My school didn't have anything to do with, um, with welding, with, you know, any, any, anything mechanical. And, Boy, I wish they did. I know there's a couple of guys that I work with now that did have that and really enjoyed it. He got he didn't go to college. He went got right out of high school and went and did fabricating and stuff like that and was making okay money at it until he you know got a job at the gun store. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's where I learned to love it because I was good at it because I was lots of hands on. So if schools try to get rid of it because it costs too much. Say no.
1: <laughs> Sorry to intercede, Peter. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. I uh, think it. I think, in my opinion, it's kind of at least from my experience in school, they can't help do better. You know, because the the option for going into trades wasn't even talked about mm-hmm. in high school. You know, yeah, sure, we had automotive class and we had some type of construction class and program. Oh Mr. Booth. <laughs> but uh but like outside of that, I mean that like the construction class was more or less kind of, kind of a joke. I mean I was in the one that we went and actually like worked on a house that the teacher had bought. So we were getting hands on experience with that. So you know, so I was fortunate to have that one, but the classroom portion of it was more or less a joke. I mean, they're sitting in there pounding tin on a board, trying to pretend like they're putting soffit on a house <laughs> or flashing on a house. You know, and it's, it's like, man, that's it's, it's going to be so much different if they actually become a carpenter. You know, but you know, so I think we need to get over this this idea that. That tradesmen are stupid or that they're always poor. You know, or, or uneducated. Or uneducated. Because a lot of times there's like there's a lot of technical knowledge. My dad's boss right now, uh, you know, he went to college. He was a civil engineer for years. And the only reason he took over his dad's company was because he wanted more time with his with his wife and with his kids. That that was it. I mean so I mean, you know, I think so if if I could change one thing that schools do, I would that that would be it. You know, I would not only not just give kids the idea that they have to go to college to be successful. You know, tell them the truth about the trades and, you know, kind of also lay that option on the table for some of them because there's guys like me I'm terrible at book work obviously I procrastinated this until like two hours ago Um, I hate paperwork even at my job now it's my least favorite thing I'm more of a hands-on learner I want to get in I want to get my hands dirty I want to be busy all day long so I don't know, I would have preferred it if if we had been, yeah, I would have preferred it if they would have just told us the truth, like, about, about the salaries you can make in the trades, about the benefits of working in the trades, yeah. the pivotal role that they play in society, they play a very key role in society, literally keep everything functioning, so...
0: So you really got, you got to change the culture around the trades.
1: Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I mean, we walk into
0: school, the heat's running,
1: Mm
3: -hmm.
1: electricity
0: is on, plumbing is working, you know, and that stuff, that doesn't happen. That's stuff that you just take for granted. You just expect it. Um, but I do think there definitely is, I mean, society looks at, you almost can't say anything bad about teachers or firefighters. Mm -hmm. I mean, it used to be policemen would be added to that, Uh, but, uh, forever it's been electricians plumbers pipe fitters carpenters they're the uneducated Mm -hmm. and i get a little frustrated because my brother's an electrician and he would consider himself he's like yeah i'm not as smart as the average person i'm thinking uh yeah you are like you definitely (laughs) are I, i work with a lot of teachers i work with a lot of educated people not a rip on educated people but they're not more intelligent it's just a different type of intelligence you're talking about like hands-on work uh, you put a, a bicycle anything in front of me and tell me to fix it i kind of do it i have no idea it's just a different kind of intelligence and i think that's the problem in school is we look at doctor lawyer teacher you know can you write an essay and if you could do that you're smart if you can't do that you're dumb And it, that's just not even that's not an accurate reflection of Human intelligence, you know. Mm -hmm.
2: Mm -hmm. What was it? I think it was Einstein who said, "Tell a fish to climb a tree, and it'll think it's stupid." Yeah, but it's just—it's not meant to do that.
0: Yeah, the analogy is—you know—you have, you got monkeys and giraffes and elephants and fish and lions (laughs) and—they all got their own roles. If you give them all the same test, then yeah, the monkeys are going to be the best at climbing the tree, and they're going to think they're the only geniuses, but. They also couldn't hunt down a zebra, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but, mm. but yeah, no, it's,
2: it takes a different mindset and it takes just, it takes a little bit of training and, and definitely some hard work and determination and there you go.
0: I will say the effort for that is out there. Like we have four different academies. We have a health academy, production academy, service service academy, and then business academy. And if you choose the business academy by your senior year, you're working like on a house work site where you're actually building the home. And then there's construction classes and stuff. Now I haven't been to those classes, so you said part of it is definitely a joke, but at the same time. Part of English classes is a joke. Part of history is a joke. I mean, a lot of it really is. It's like I've sat in on many different classes with many different teachers, and a lot of it's a joke. I sat in on a twelfth uh, grade history or English class, and they spent the whole class talking about their favorite TV show. Now I don't know the lesson, so I you know I I'm, I'm, I didn't know like the bigger picture, but to me I'm like you spent fifty minutes talking about your favorite TV shows really sounds a little bit like a joke to me Mm -hmm. Um, but I will say I I do think the culture is shifting towards we're trying to emphasize like trade schools and the importance of it Um, I don't know how well that's happening I know we provide automotive classes construction classes house building classes we have all those available I haven't said in any of them, so I don't know the details.
1: I guess my only hope at this point is that people are starting to realize that all of these tradesmen, no matter what the trade is, they're all getting old, their bodies are getting worn out, and they're having to retire, whether by choice or whether they just physically cannot move anymore
0: and I think that's what schools are realizing My, a friend of our family's just moved down to Florida mm-hmm. he's an electrician six figure fa- salary down there in Florida he's making a lot of money there begging people to move down there but yeah you can make a lot of money doing it mm-hmm.
1: so. yeah I was listening to a, a podcast the other the other day and the, the host used to be a safety consultant <laughs> and he. uh I may have told you this. I don't remember. But uh you know, it part of his job as a safety consultant was to go around and there there was a certain test that he had to give. Now, for the most part, it was it was a joke of a test. You know, the guys would, you know, they'd come in, he'd break it down, they'd laugh, they'd joke around. The guys would take the test. He said it was very rare that people would fail. But he went to this one job site and uh, one of the oldest guys on the crew Completely bombed it Got one right out of like 20 questions Missed 19 questions And he looked at him He's like dude what what happened He goes I can't read And he's like Why didn't you say something Before we took the test He goes well it's embarrassing He goes I know it's embarrassing But I need to know that cause, So we can work through that Now, the guy was able to retake the test, and he looked at his boss. He goes, how important is he to the company? He goes, he's our mechanic. He keeps everything running. He's the backbone of my company. He goes, get somebody in here right now. He's going to retake that test. So they brought somebody in who sat down and read him the questions. Got 100%. So back to your point, it's a different kind of intelligence. Mm Yeah very skilled mechanic literally keeping a company running Yeah.
0: well I love that story I mean I have a student who can't read and uh, I would have just thought he was dumb if I left it at that Mm -hmm. but I started reading the questions to him like I'd read a whole article and then ask him questions on what I just read and his like ability to listen and hear and recite what I just read to him unbelievable I mean he's he's as intelligent
3: as any kid I have
0: but if I would have just went off his ability to read, I would have thought he's dumb.
3: Why can't that student read?
0: Well, I mean, he's in eleventh grade, but uh, he's just been pushed through. He's just been pushed through the system. I don't know how you get to eleventh grade and you you still can't read. Mm. I don't know how you can do that. But like this year, I just I read the less the whole lesson to him, and then I read the questions, and then I type his answers for him. And I don't know what else to do to help to help him. Is failing senior econ and government, just failing him, is that going to help him? Well, no, he needs to get his high school degree. So I, I don't know how you get that far and you can't read. But a lot of it, I think, is on the family. I mean, you, mm-hmm. like my uh, I got a 7-year-old nephew and a 6-year-old niece. And mom and dad and grandma and grandpa read books to them all the time. And I just, I tell their parents and my mom and dad all the time, they are at such a huge advantage. Like just being able to, to have people read to you by the third grade, if you can read and write by the third grade and do basic math, the rest of your education is totally up to you. Like you well, can succeed. The other week
3: you said that like nine to 10 is a pivotal point in learning. That's yeah. That's when you soak up a lot, right? Yeah.
0: Third, like th- right around third grade, third and fourth grade. Yeah. So at, at that point if if you have the skills necessary at that point, middle school, high school, college, it really is are you willing? how hard are you willing to work? But you have to have the skills at that point. And generally, I mean, you can get the skills from schools, but the skills come from your par you know your parents, mm-hmm. and even like you're talking about trades, uh, your knowledge and work ethic, whatever. Comes from a lot of it comes from your dad, so it didn't come from some community or some institution that he taught you that. So, you need to go back to the family family roots. But, so anyway, do we have any final questions for Peter or anything that you guys can think of? He answered most of mine, I and mean, my main thing was salary.
3: Yeah, uh, no, you got mine. Mm-hmm. Yes. No,
2: I know enough about it to where I no really need to ask questions. Yeah.
0: But well thanks Alrighty. for sharing. I feel like I learned a lot. It was
1: interesting learning about the I feel like I learned a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was it was good to research it. Mm-hmm. So well, Alrighty, keep well, learning out there, guys. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, we should probably mention our upcoming topics. So yeah. Zach, West and I have to go still. I'll be talking about um, education.
3: I got cryptocurrency.
0: And I
2: have guns. <laughs>
0: so those are our next three episodes. We don't know who will go next, but yeah. I'm ready to go. I don't know. You sound like you're ready to go, Wes. You got the history I'm, of guns. I'm Wes, still working on my Wes dissertation. Wes is, <laughs> <nearly>. <laughs> Wes
1: is always ready to talk I about want guns. sources cited. So, you know, I want a APA format. It. Well,
0: I'll take Chicago format, okay. but, you know. You're Ooh. asking. You're asking. <laughs> I haven't
2: done any papers or anything like that since probably junior year of college because I didn't really have to, didn't truly have to do one for senior year. Mm-hmm. So, but anyway. All right.
1: All righty, y'all. We'll see you next time. Bye.